Okay, it's episode 121, or 122 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? This is very, very late. I'm recording this on Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, um, on May 27th. 27th, and uh, yeah, it's late. Why is it late, Darren? Because I've been busy. I've been busy. Uh, One big thing, I didn't actually have a phone to record this on. Uh, my phone messed up. It's been an ordeal this week with my phone. Um, let's start from the well, recorded last week's podcast, fine, with Michael Akadiri and Filio Huff. That was great. Went to play football on Sunday morning, trying to avoid being fat. And then um, my phone's been playing up. Anyway, it's um, don't know what's happened. There's been a bug. I had a Xiaomi. It's like a Chinese phone. It's like a shit version of a Huawei. And um, I had a Xiaomi. But the phone's great, actually, to be fair. Uh, it's just a Chinese phone. Uh, you know, it's one of those phones when people look at it. Everyone's got an iPhone, thinks it's a Samsung. Everyone's got a Samsung, thinks it's an iPhone. And we go, is that an iPhone? No. Is it a Samsung? No. What is it? Xiaomi. What? What's that? Xiaomi. Oh. They say it like it's, they, they, oh, like it's a disease that I've got. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've got that. Uh. So, um, it's a, it was a good phone. It was a fun phone to have. Um, but it didn't play up. It just kept on like, automatically restarting. But it only happened like once every few weeks. So I wasn't really that fast. I could still live with it. It was fine. Um, but I didn't really think about replacing it. Anyway, played football on Sunday. In my bag, pull it out of my bag, bang, cracking the screen. Well, that's annoying. Didn't want to crack screen. And then um, the next few days, oh, that software issue. Put it like this. It went from uh, sniffles. Oh, what have I got a cold? Uh, to HIV to full blown computer AIDS. I had, my phone had full blown cyber AIDS. It was broken. Mash up. It just declined. Yeah, stage four is boom. It just started going shit. Did the looks online seem like an issue? So I did the hard reboot. So I lost all of my stuff that was on my phone, but it's all right. The phone automatic backs up. And um, thought, okay, this should work. No, kept on happening again, again. Guys, I almost had a mental breakdown. I went a full. Oof. Four hours without a phone. And oh, God. Almost killed myself. Almost ended it. Realised how attached I was to my phone. Because my initial reaction to fix my phone was to go on my phone. So it, it was it was horrible. Like a vital organ had failed in my body. And my phone stopped working. Um, at work, luckily I managed to borrow a work phone. And I was really sulking. I was in a real sense of uh, distress when my phone broke. You know, I was going, it's done. The screen's cracked. Fucking, I'm not going to be able to get this replaced. They're not going to replace it. It's probably out of warranty. Fuck it, it's all shit. I was literally ready to launch this phone into the river. Uh, like, not, not figuratively. Literally, I was ready to just frisbee it into a wall. It's done. Fuck this phone. It's shit. I was ready to go on my lunch break to buy a new phone. So I'm just going to spend like £200 to get a shit phone. Just have a phone. Obviously can't have nice things. Really self-pitying. It, it was pathetic. And um, 
Did I relax myself? Naomi taught me taught, taught me back from the cliff edge. So mine just tried to get replaced at the shop. Surely it's in warranty if it's a software issue. I was like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I was upset. I was hurt. <laughs> uh, anyway, fast forward to, uh, this is like Tuesday. Fast forward to Saturday. Now I looked at my Argos receipt. So I bought the phone online from Argos, the Xiaomi phone. Not directly from Xiaomi. So I had a two-year war, uh, manufacturer's warranty on the phone from Argos. So, oh, oh, okay, maybe I should just calm down. Let me go into the Mi store. I've never seen a Mi shop, though. Um, looked online. There's one in Westfield, in Shepherd's Bush. So I make my way there. The guy looks at the phone, goes, oh, yeah. This thing, I have all the box, had everything. So in my head, I was thinking, if I just dress it up, Nicely, put it in the box with all the original packaging. No one would look at the crack on the screen because that's my worry. I know it's a software issue, but I think if someone brings up the crack on the screen as the cause, I'm going to do my fucking head, do my fucking nut because it's nothing to do with the crack in the screen. I already had my argument preloaded. You know, when you go into a conversation and you've played it out in your head, you're ready for the argument. I was going to say, you know, oh, if I brought my car in and I said the engine's fucked. Don't tell me there's a crack in the windscreen. I'm here to talk about the engine. And I was ready to go for it. Anyway, brought into the Xiaomi shop. They didn't mention the crack. There's an out software issue. I think what's happened here is rebooted while it's on a software update. Now it's in a loop. I said, oh, okay. So that's something you can fix or replace? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got a receipt? Show them receipt. It says Argos on it. He's like, oh, oh. I go, what do you mean? Oh, oh, what, what the fuck does this mean? It's like, oh, if you bought it directly from here, I could sort it. But because you didn't, you didn't get it from one of our official retailers. It's like, who's your official retailers then? It's like, three. It says some like Carphone Warehouse. Because because you got it from Argos, you have to go to Argos. Let me just check if they're on the official retailers list. It's like, it's fucking Argos. They better be. Goes back. Back office comes out. Ah, oh, sorry, mate. Nah. And if Argos don't fix it, then here's a card for this guy who fixes screens and stuff uh he goes i'm not sure if you'll be able to fix the software issue i was like this is not fucking good enough but i was like you know what darren keep calm keep calm don't lose your temper at this guy all right he's probably just following his staff handbook not his fault he said go to argos he said argos should be able to fix it go to argos so i calm myself down i walk over to argos in shepherd's bush i'm like okay it'll be fixed here so I go into Argos, go into like the short queue, collections, go, hey, if I've got a return I need to make, do I need to join that large queue there? She's like, yes, you do. I was like, okay, not going to get angry. It's fine. It's fine. Won't get angry. It's fine. You know, I'm Zen. I join the queue. It's going to get fixed though. You've got your receipt. You've got everything here. But then I've had to load the argument back in my head. For can't mean to talk about a fucking engine. Don't talk to me about the fucking windscreen. I've got that in my head. Go there. I was like, excuse me, I'm high. I'd like to return this phone. Has a software issue. It's just come from the me shop. Uh, they said it is a software issue with the phone. And uh, I've got my receipt. So I'd just like to exchange it for the same phone. She said, okay, yeah, yeah, that's no problem. No problem, we can do that. And then she goes, it's a software issue. I go, yeah, I've got the receipt. She is more than happy to sort this phone out. I'm like, brilliant, this is lovely. She's like, so you want the same one? Yeah, I was like, yeah, because he said it's a... It's in a feedback loop or something. It's just, it, it's just in this loop. 
so uh, yeah, I'll get the same phone. It's all right. The phone's been good. She's like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, oh, sorry, we don't have this phone in in the shop. I'm like, okay, it's not her fault. She's actually been helpful. She's going to replace it, Darren. It's fine. She goes, all right, the nearest one's Gloucester Road. You okay to get there? I'm like, that's not 15, 20 minutes. All right, yeah, no, what? They've got it in stock here. Yeah? She's like, yeah, just go down there. I'll write this code down. Go into the shop with this code. They'll sort it out straight away. I'm like, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for being so helpful. So I'm like, okay, cool. Calm it down. And I'll message Naomi to say, hey, do you know what? Thanks for talking me back off a cliff edge. I'm going to try and get it fixed. They, they said they were, they'll replace it. Should be fine. Just go into the shop. We've got it in, store, in stock. So, head down to Gloucester Road now. Walk into the shop. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling all right. Here's my code. I'll say the whole spiel again. I've, I've now not even got the windscreen shit in my head. I'm just here like, it's got fixed. Here's the number. Hi, I've been sent down from the Shepherds. Oh, God, phone doesn't work. Software issue. They said they'll replace it, but they don't have that phone in stock. But they said they got it here. Mate, here you go. I slide the phone across to the counter. I go, could you just, like, replace that, please? The guy's like, okay, okay, well, we'll slow down. Um, so what's the problem with the phone? I was like, oh, why am I saying this again? I said to your mate in Shepherd's Bush, I know you haven't spoke to them, but I thought with this number, so my voice starts getting a little short, but I thought with this number, it'd be sorted. You could fix it. The guy's like, oh, okay, calm down, calm down. Um, I'm just going to get my manager. I was like, oh, my God, he's escalated it. He's fucking escalated it. He's got his manager in. Fucking hell. Please just replace this stupid phone. Guys, like, oh, how can I help you? It's like, I just said to your colleague, all right, you need to exchange the phone. It's in the manufacturer's warranty. The guys are like, okay, well, first and foremost, there is an issue with the phone. We try to repair it first. We send it off for repair. I said, like, I don't want it repaired. I want, I want a new phone. So he pulls out the packaging. He's like, well, what phone is it? To see if we can help you. I was like, this guy's doing my fucking head in. His name's Ashley. It's like, fucking Ashley. What a prick. Job's worth prick. Yeah? They want to fix the phone. No, get me a new phone. Your mate at Shepherd's Bridge said, get me a new phone. So he's going through the phone now. And he's like, okay, well, you know, it looks, looks all right. He goes, if it's a software issue, we'd have to send it off for repair, though. And it's officially a software issue, yeah? And they go, yeah. He goes, so did, did you get a report from the Me Store? That is a software issue. I was like, mate, no, I didn't, all right? Because he said I didn't have to. And I was sent from your colleague from your other shop. I was like, I'm start, I realise I'm becoming that guy in the shop. I'm getting short. There's people from the other counters kind of looking at me like, what? this Ashley guy stays professional. He's like, well, they should have given you a report. But look, I'm going to try and help you today. And I was like, do you know what? Darren, calm down. He's just doing his job. So he searches on the system now. What the fuck is he searching for? And he goes, oh, right, no, they have said there's a software issue. He goes, but um, from what it's saying here, is that um, even if I did give you a replacement, you would have the same issue. And I was like, what? And, he goes, and plus, I'd have to send off for repair first because I need to know that there's an actual issue on your phone. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, we switched the phone on. You know, he's one of those ones. You know when you go to a doctor and he's like, I've got a real bad cough. But the cough started to started to like clear up a bit. So you're thinking, fucking hell, I need to cough. Can I just cough again? Why's my rash gone down? Flare up. What? No, you're in front of the doctor. So he switched the phone on and he's playing with it. And he's like, and he's there going, well, it seems all right. I go, yeah, it does seem all right, doesn't it? And I was like, in my head, go, you, you better fucking switch off. 
freeze and turn off with this guy playing with the phone. He goes, all right, let's try and put your SIM in. And he's setting it up and it's all going swimmingly. And it's like, fuck's sake. Fuck, fucking, fucking phone. Piece of shit phone. And, you know, then me and this guy, we're now chilled out. I've, I've calmed down. He's, he's maintained his professionalism amazingly. Because I was flipping irate when I came in. And then the phone freezes. I'm like, fuck, yes. And then it reboots. But it doesn't reboot properly. Because, oh, where's it? not fully restarting. It seems all right. And then, like, another three minutes, it crashes again. I'm like, yeah, it just keeps on doing that. It goes, well, I can clearly see there's a software issue now. So, do you know what? We can exchange it. But you don't want the same phone again, do you? I was like, fuck no. No, I don't. Fuck this phone. Fuck Xiaomi. I said, get me a Samsung. Says, which one do you want? I was like, fuck it. The most expensive one. Just get, just get me it. Just get me the Samsung S10+. Plus. So, yeah, I got all my money back for my old phone. So I used that as credit towards this new phone. So I've got a brand new phone, which is a £900 phone for what I've mentally feel like for £400. Don't tell me that I've already spent £450 back in January on this phone and that it was credit. No, I know the maths, but I'm convinced myself I've got this phone on the cheap. All right. But Samsung, oh, I know there's someone laughing at Samsung. Samsung's like that, you know, that abusive ex who you just crawl back to. Because I've, twice I've left Samsung and, and twice I've gone back. Try to get it with a different phone. There's after a little bit, then it's like, <laughs> so I see you back, eh? It's like, fuck you. you know what I mean, it's fuck you, man. I'm back. So yes, I'm back with Samsung. And um, do you know what? I'm never leaving you again, Samsung. That's right, I'm loyal to you. Treat me mean, keep me keen. I'm with, I'm with my Samsung. But oh, but I'm a bit feel better now. I've got a phone that works. Doesn't even hint that it's going to freeze. I just need a phone case, and then I'll, I'll feel great. But yeah, that that's been my week. This ordeal with a phone. But yeah, then um, been to the gym. Went to the gym yesterday with Naomi. We both went to gym. We're that couple now. We go to the gym together. That's what we do. Tell you what, guys, it's different going to the gym with your missus. Uh, yeah, never done it before. Well, I actually did it once with an ex. Went to the gym. And there was a morning. It's always the way, right? Because as a guy, you naturally, your head just kind of spins. It's on a swivel. You're in the gym. Just like every, all the ladies wearing tight clothes. You, you know, it means to look. But it's like, oh, there's a bum. Oh, those are tight leggings. Oh, she's worked on the bum. Oh. Doing the hip thrust thing. Okay. My primitive brain is just wired to look at this shit. So different when you're there if you miss it. <laughs> Fighting all your natural instincts just to turn your head at any kind of female movement in the gym. Because I'm not a creep. I don't like go over to a girl and lech. Don't try to work out near a girl. I just I do my workout and whoever crosses my eye line, I'll look. That's how it, that's how it goes. And um Oh, yeah. So when I went with an ex, yeah, we went in the morning. I'm just sitting in the rowing machine. What happens in front of me? Bloody morning class. Ladies class of uh, some kind of yoga class. All stretching, downward facing dog. It's like, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm trying to build the bike here. And, and it's to the point where it's unnatural for me to not look at them. Because they're so directly in front of me. 
I'm looking weird if I'm you know, rowing with my head looking at the ceiling. So what's this guy doing? So, um, and that is the same thing that happened yesterday. Walking around. Just like, okay, keep my head straight. Gonna be on this machine, keep my head straight. Keep my head straight. Keep my head straight. Just gonna focus on my workout. Tell you what, bring your missus along to the gym, guys. You're really focusing on your workout. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Funny, though. Because what I did as well, just like, like a real creep. I was like, hmm. Imagine that you wasn't engaged, that woman over there. Would you perv on her? And I was like, yes, I would. <laughs> That's always good, isn't it? Well, yeah, if I wasn't engaged to that girl there, definitely be perved on her. So, yeah, there you go, man. But, yeah, he's good, isn't Jim? Good both there. She's been, like, banging it out, though. I'm going up four times a week and shit and stuff. But, hey, fair play to her. Fair play to her going to the gym. Be fair, I pay for a membership. Now, the reason I paid for a membership is for her to get off my back for me paying for my membership and not going. She's like, you keep on paying. Just throw your money away. I said, like, yeah, but it's my money. And I, and I haven't gone to the gym because I've been injured. Oh, it's just always a different excuse, Darren. You said that you didn't want to go because you couldn't spend time with me in the evening. That's a legit reason. So I just think it's a waste of money. I go, what about if I paid for your membership? She was like, uh, yeah, okay. She hasn't moaned once. Since I've paid for hers, she doesn't care what I do with my gym membership now. So, there you go. That's the trick, guys. If you've got a problem, just throw money at it. <laughs> throw money at it. Oh, but what's going on in the world? I haven't really followed what's going on in the world. I saw some guy, he had uh, some illegitimate child of some millionaire. Did a DNA, he died. They did a DNA test, found out this guy's actually the son. Inherited a £50 million house in Cornwall. Moved straight into that house. Fair play, mate. Fair fucking play. You're going to find out that you... Well, I don't think... He just didn't know who his dad was. Whereas his mum knew who his dad was. Yeah, that's your dad. He's not interested, though. But just imagine if you did know your dad. That you felt like you knew your dad. Then your your mum goes, that's not your dad. Uh, your real dad's probably this bloke I slept with once. And, oh, I'm heartbroken. I love the dad. And he's all heartbroken. He's like, oh... I'm so sad, and you're giving it old look, Dad. I know you're not biologically my father, but you've always been my dad. <laughs> you're crying, and then like you find out that your actual biological father is a fucking multi-millionaire, and you're going to inherit a fifty million pound house. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what? What did you just say? It's like, yeah, your your actual dad. He's he's a millionaire, and you're his sole heir. I mean, I mean, um, mm. what's that, Dad? I mean, like, we're still cool, but, boy, this has really taken the edge off the heartbreak. <laughs> you know what I mean? If someone paid me £50 million to say my mum isn't my actual mum. I'm like, that's fair compensation. That's that. I can take that. I'm okay with that. I'll still visit my mum. Be like, yeah, you're you're still mum. 
But um, I'm not that sad that you're not my actual mum. This 50 million makes me feel a whole lot better. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. What else have you had? The European elections. Who voted? I didn't. I, I didn't even know what it was about. I'm meant to be a smart guy. I can hand on heart say I wasn't sure it was. I just saw people wearing t-shirt of wearing a like Brexit party. I was like, what is this a new party in in England? It's like pretty pointed, it's got one agenda, kind of like Greenpeace, isn't it? We care about the environment, Brexit party, what do you care about? Oh, healthcare? No, no. No, you, you like you know, you know what you know what they're about, right? They'll find out it's for the European Parliament. I was like, shit, I didn't even know they had elections for that. That's how ignorant I am about European politics. The EU. The thing we voted to leave or remain in. I don't have a clue. The Brexit party just gained all these seats. Guys started a fucking political party in a few weeks. Then, boom! Here we go. 24 seats. Have that. It's like, Jesus Christ. Fair play. They know the campaigning. Milkshaking. Oh! Milkshaking. Oh, I remember back in the day when Milkshake used to bring the boys to the yard. Now it's political tool of protest. Everyone's scared of like milkshakes now, aren't they? I mean, but it's a history in this country. You know, people we've always used food to protest. Well, rotten tomatoes. Uh, you know, remember when Barcelona played Real Madrid? Luis Figo returned to a new camp. He had a fucking pig's head thrown at him. We love throwing food at people as a society. But milkshake, it's a step too far. It's dairy-based. What if the person was lactose intolerant? They might die or fart themselves to death. Who knows? But we need to put a stop, right, to this white-on-white crime. I've said it. It's white-on-white crime. Need to put a stop to it. I've seen it, okay? Don't tell me it's not white-on-white crime. Don't tell me it's just some white people doing it, all right? If it's just some white... It's just I find it funny that every time I see someone do it, they're white. And the victims are always white. We need someone. Where are the white community leaders talking about this? This white-on-white crime. Milkshaking. Why why hasn't Ed Sheeran said anything about it? Adele, say something. Yeah? Not one of them. They're silent on it. Just find it funny, isn't it? These big pop stars are never talking about the real issues, like milkshaking. All very silent. Are they consenting to it? <laughs> yeah, but there is not all white people, right? It's those liberal, loony lefties throw that those wacky, racist right-wingers. Yeah, well, they all look the same to me. All right? They all look the same to me. I see a little kid walking the street with a milkshake. I'm going to kick it out of his head. I was scared. Call the police. Excuse me. The police? Yeah, there's some youths outside. They've got milkshakes in their hand. I'm not sure what they're going to do with them. Yep. Yeah. What? What they look like? About seven or eight. But they've got milkshakes. They've got a cup. They've got weapons. It's crazy youths with milkshakes. I, I tell you, this country. I remember the good old days of people used to drink their milkshake. Now they're throwing it. Bloody throwing it is unbelievable. The country's gone to shit. Gary what? It's, it's them immigrants coming over here, bringing their milkshakes. And then the kids, because they listen to all, all their 
all their foreign music, yeah, they'll think it's all right to throw milkshakes about. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay, I think I've exhausted this point about milkshakes. Um, yeah, my week has been pretty nondescript. Um, gigged yesterday at Stand Up for Mental Health. That was great, fun stuff. Did that's probably my final warm up thing before I do this Friday. Um, White Man Show. Please get down there, people. Tickets available on my website, all on my Instagram, on my Facebook. Yeah, me, Philo, Huff, doing a show together. Um, I didn't realise we were doing some filming for it as well. Philo wants it filmed. I think his stuff's a bit more complete, so he wants it filmed. And then my stuff's going to be just filmed for the safety. I'll chop it up, put it into some clips. But yeah, um, Amazon. He said Comedy Central as well. He wants to send some stuff off to. So fair enough, we'll do that. Whatever. Whatever, man. We'll do it. Um, like I said, this isn't this isn't a finished article. Okay, this is this ain't a cake. This is cake mixture. This is cookie dough. All right. Uh, hence the name of of my part of the show. So the whole show is called Products of the New World. Uh, his show is part is our is called uh, Allow Me to Finish Before You Start Blogging. And my part is called Gallimore Free. Uh, everyone's asked, some people have asked me, what the hell does that mean? You'll find out at the show if you don't already know. Um, Gallimore Free is my part of the show. So, uh, yeah, so you can get yourselves down on Friday, uh, 31st of May, at Fontaine's in Stoke Newington. I think it's Kingsden Road it's on. £5 ticket. But, um, yeah, £5 ticket. That's all it is. Get two... Our shows, Philo's hilarious. I'm hilarious. Do I have an hour? Probably not. Probably have about 40 minutes of stuff I want to talk about. Because the plan is this, right? 40 minutes gets all this new stuff out. The stuff that works, the stuff that bangs. We're going to slip that into my show in August. August, which I'll be able to actually release the artwork and the dates for that. Well, dates are 14th, 15th, and 16th of August uh, at the Tap Room. Okay. But all the details that will be fully released after the 1st, because it's all part of the Camden Friends. They released their brochure then, and so it'll be all locked in. You'll see that all over my social media, and it'll, I'll just be hammering that until I sell out all those tickets. Um, so I would like to sell that out. So come Friday... And if you come Friday and you come in August, you won't see the same show. I promise you, you will not see the same show. So if you can come to both, that would be great. Right. Is there anything else that's happened in the world um, that I wanted to talk about? Um, I don't think so. don't think there's anything else happening in the world. Um, i trying to think if there's anything I want to talk about coming up in the week. No. I don't think there is. Right, let's see. Let's just go on. Let's just go on. Just quick look, look on the on the social meds. You, you know you got to look on the social meds. What's going on? Uh, on uh, what's what's your name? What is it? Uh, Twitter. That's what I'm looking for. Let's see if there's anything going on the news feed on the timeline. Anything crazy? Uh, oh yeah, well done to Aston Villa getting promoted today. Um, slightly. Didn't want them to get that because I want Spurs to get Jack Grealish, but we'll see. Is there anything going on on the timeline? There's nothing. 
Nothing really going on on the TL, is there? Oh, England Nations League squad announced. Um, let's see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kieran Trippier, Harry Winks, James Ward-Prowse and Nathan Redmond were left out of England's 23-man squad in the Nations League. Jesus. There it is. Pickford, Walker, Rose, Dyer, Stones, Maguire, Lingard, Henderson, Kane, Sterling, Sancho, Gomez, Butland, Chilwell, Keane, Rice, Delph, Barkley, Rashford, Delhi, Wilson, Alexander-Arnold, Heaton. Woo! That is harsh on Kieran Trippier, but he hasn't been too great, has he? Well, now he feels that is that that is harsh though. Unlucky, unlucky fella. But all right, let's get on to dear Deirdre. Um, let's get yeah, let's get about dear Deirdre, man. All right, let's see, let's see uh, where it goes. That's so weird. When I open my browser and the last website I've looked at is my own website. It makes me feel like an arrogant prick, but sometimes I need to use my own website to check on the dates I'm doing things. People invite me to do things. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Um, ooh, let's go. Dear Deirdre, um, I am hooking up with a guy at work, even though he has a girlfriend and a baby. I feel guilty, but I'm scared. This is my only chance at happiness. Oh, you poor lady. Imagine that. But such low self-esteem that you feel your only chance of happiness is sharing someone. I mean, there's one thing if you're just a full-blown arsehole. Don't give a shit. It's like, they're what? They're the one cheating, not me. I don't care. That's one thing, right? It's fucked up, but we get. And it's nothing that if you're cheated as well. Uh... Because you're just greedy, you're an arsehole. You're just like, ah, oh, you know, just whatever. You only live once, I don't really give a shit. It doesn't mean anything, whatever. As long as they don't find out. You know, if that's your actual, again, that's another thing. Again, arsehole, you do. But when it's like, this is my only chance of happiness. Oh, what, what shit is happening in your life where you think, I can't have a whole man to myself. I just, I'll take half. It's fine. This is mad. I wasn't aware he was in a relationship at first as he told me he was single, but other people have now told me he's been with his partner for years. I broke it off with him when I first learned about his partner, but he persuaded me to get back together a month later and we began meeting up regularly. I call it hooking up, but it's not just... I call it hooking up, but it's not just sex. We hang out, we go on dates, we act like we're in a relationship. I'm 24, this guy's 27. His girlfriend is oblivious about it all. She thinks he's working when he's with me or just going out with the guys. He tells me he's unhappy and he's going to leave his girlfriend for me. No, he won't. No one has to tell you they're leaving someone for you. They either have left them for you or they're not. Think about it. You really did like someone. You know that you don't like the other person anymore. Like you really was that mad in love with them. You'd rather just not be with the person you're with. Because, yeah, imagine that. I'll leave them for you. Then you leave them and they go, oh, new person you go with, I don't, I'm, I don't want it. You wouldn't then go, oh, I'll get back to the old person then. You clearly don't like them that much. So, I get it. Um, I've fallen in love with him 
I believe that he tells me, I believe what he tells me, or at least what I want to believe him. If that's what it is. We are like magnets. I can't stay away from, we can't stay away from one another. We talk about building the home together and having a family. Fuck, you know. Even our star signs say we're compatible. Behave. Uh, we, oh my God, you're a Sagittarius and I'm a Taurus. Oh my God, both our star signs have four legs. Oh, my God, we're so compatible. <gasps> so compatible. Oh my God, you're a Virgo and I'm a Cancer. Oh my God, we're so compatible because I am a woman and I like eating crab. And cancer is a crab. Oh my god, it's so compatible. It's because uh, you was born in a certain time of the year when the sun was in a certain constellation. Us oh, so compatible. Uh, I've had that shit before. Swing to a girl. So what's your star sign? Capricorn. Oh. Mm, what? What? Mm, I'm not sure about Capricorns, you know. What the fuck? Mm, no, my son's a Capricorn, so that's a bit... And, oh, no, he's just got certain traits that... It's like, wait, you're not going to date me because your son has the same star sign as... We're not even, in, we're not even trying to have a relationship. We're trying to bang. What are you doing now? Yeah, but, mm, no. They just had a girl run from the other... Like, run to the other side of the club away from me before. It's like having a great time, chatting. Like, oh, yeah, so when's your birthday? It's like, January, why? Wait, January? Hmm, are you Aquarius or Capricorn? Capricorn. Okay, nice talking to you. Bye. It's like, what? Really? Because my star sign is a sea goat. What? I don't get it. Anyway, even our star signs, we are compatible. And when we're, when we're apart, I worry I'm not good enough for him. But we're happy. But when we're together, it's amazing. I feel loved and happy. At work, we act nonchalantly with one another. And that gets tricky on occasions. We've ended up sneaking away a few times because it gets so difficult. It's horrible when I hear him talk to people about his partner. It makes you feel like trash. Yeah, kind of are. And it reminds me that what we're doing is affecting other people too, even if they don't know about it. Should I believe that he'll leave her for me? Do I tell his girlfriend what we're doing? Listen, you don't tell his girlfriend shit, but you don't believe that he's going to leave. You tell his girlfriend what you think he's going to go, well, fine, yeah, I'll leave, I'll leave her for you now. No. Do you know what? You can make him make an ultimatum. Go, okay, leave your girlfriend for me. Yeah? And then we can carry on. Actually, do you what? No, leave your girlfriend. Then we can resume. Until then, we're not seeing each other. That's what you say. But I'm, I'm going to guess that he'll tell you he's left his girlfriend and he won't. Then she'll kind of become, you'll both become side chicks. You sleep in the third one, I tell you. Uh, okay, here's the next one. Uh, I want to stop using condoms when having sex with my girlfriend. She says she'll sort something but never does anything about it. Okay, dude, just uh, shut up. So she's a condom, isn't it? All right. It's that simple. It's just that simple. She doesn't want to not use condoms, then... If she wants to use them, I mean, then tough shit, you're going to have to use them. All right? It's simple as that. As a typical guy, sex feels much better without a condom, and it would improve our sex life. Now, I'm not going to mock you for that, mate. That's 100% true. You know what I mean? It's like watching a film in 3D. 
It's like watching a Marvel film in 3D. Once you've done it once, you, then someone goes, hey, do you want to watch Avengers? Yeah, but in 2D, fuck off, mate. You nuts. But if you've never watched in 3D, it's fine. Yeah, we've all been there. All growing up. I can't believe, like before you've ever had sex, I can't believe people have sex without condoms because you can get someone pregnant and you can get an STD. So you should always use condoms. Even when you're in a relationship, you should always use condoms because you could get an STD or you could get them pregnant. And that is terrible. And you don't want that. That is bad. Always use condoms. And then one time in your life, something happens and it's usually the girl this is facts. All my mates I've spoken to is be the girl. It's, Don't worry, just put it in. So what? You can't get pregnant. Why? Because uh, I ate a Mars bar before. If I ate a Snickers, yeah, but I ate a Mars bar so I can't get pregnant. And you're like, um, okay, that doesn't sound like science, but all right. Hey, why not? And then like you slip it in. And it's like, um, I'm going to say, you know, like in Star Trek, when something goes into like warp speed, you know, or, you know, that meme of, uh, <laughs> what was it? Squidford <laughs> from SpongeBob SquarePants where everything's spinning in the background. That's what it's like when you first go in without a condom. You're just like, oh my God. Like, time travel happens. <laughs> you, just, like, you, you start singing in your head. There's explosions. There's fireworks. I've got a new feeling in my life. And just like, oh. And they said, there's no going back from this point. This is how sex must always be. <laughs> So that's what's probably happening with this guy. He just needs to dial it back. Just like, look, just put the condom back on. Anyway, it would be so, uh, so, as a typical guy, sex feels much better without a condom and it would improve our sex life. It would be safer too for my girlfriend to have a coil fitted because condoms can split, which has happened to us, though not at crucial time of the month yet. All right, mate, you've got a massive dog. Is that what you're saying? Maybe she's not wet enough. Work hard on the foreplay. I'm 28. My girlfriend's 26. We've been together for almost two years. My girlfriend agrees with me whenever I have raised the subject, but she's very nonchalant about it. It's always something she's going to do next month. How hard should I push the matter? Right. Okay, you're not being a dick, to be fair. Uh, if she says she's going to do it next month, just sit her down. But look, here's the deal. Maybe not the coil. You're asking, what is it? Are you not comfortable with going... On the pill or on the coil or, you know, you've got to just have a discussion about it. Maybe work on your pull-out game. Show her. Look, my pull-out game is strong. It's strong. It seems like you're... But you don't seem like you've had enough unprotected sex to have a strong pull-out game. Because you might think your pull-out game is, is A1 in your head. And then with a few pumps and then, you know... The fireworks are going off in your head. And you're like, oh, oh shit. Uh, uh. Until you like, wait, I'm trying to pull out, but why is my pelvis thrusting forward? Uh! Sound like that guy from that clip. 
Cause I know somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. So you about to go into her? I'm about to come. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like ah. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Uh, I knew I said I'd pull out, and I, I, I wasn't lying. I really thought I was going to, uh, but yeah, I didn't. So maybe you can't, you can't rely on your pullout game. Uh, so you have to have a nice conversation about it. Have an honest adult conversation, right? Okay, that's what you do. Right, last one before I go. Uh, second to a sex toy. Uh, my wife never enjoys sex with me and only has fun with her vibrator. Every Sunday morning, my wife and I have sex. Okay, that's a bit too routine. That's probably what it is, mate. Uh, but often she ends up frustrated as she can't get turned on because it's just fucking irregular. She finds it painful since she had our children who are 14 and 15. I'm 54, she's 57. She has a vibrator, which is great for her to have fun. Uh, we we have used it together, and I'll try to get her to use it more with me, but she prefers it alone. That's awkward. I can get it. She like if she needs it to get off, then all right, fine. But uh, when she's like, you know, you're trying to you're trying to get involved, and she's like kind of giving you a little push away. You're now left there like kissing her shoulder while she's just there with the vibrator. And she's just like moving her shoulder away. It's like, no, just like, just get, just, can you just get out of the room? Just let me just, oh. She's like, ah! <laughs> You're just outside, just like, oh, fucking hell. She just comes, comes out of the bedroom whistling. By the way, uh, we need to do some laundry, change the sheets. It's like, oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> That's going to lower your self-esteem massively. And you don't want that for you, geezer. Um, but anyway, this is Karen Reed the dilemma. She throws it alone. I love her and I wish I could enjoy sex with... I wish she could enjoy sex with me. I've asked her to let me know what she's when she's in the mood, but it's not happened. Yeah, mate. Um, I don't think she's sexually attracted to you. Sounds like you're a good father, though. And uh, she's going to keep you around. You've been married for a while. You've got three kids. There's no need for a divorce. She doesn't want to have sex with anyone else. She just likes a vibrator. And um, maybe... Maybe you just got to learn to let that turn you on. You know, you'd be a good husband. You just sit on the edge of the bed and you just knock one out. While she's just using her machinery. Right? That's what you need to do. Anyway, guys, that is the end of the pod. Um, I've been sat in this car for long enough. I want to go in. I want to chill out with my fiance because we've got big day tomorrow. Big day of wedding planning. Got that stuff to do tomorrow. So uh, I'll catch you up next week. It's going to be weird because I'm going to end up recording another pod pretty early Saturday morning. will be the next one. So, yeah, that'll be the next time we'll be recording. So, yeah, guys, uh, cheers for listening, if you have listened. Um, you know, to share, to subscribe, all that. And come on Friday, okay? Please come on Friday. Uh, links on my website. It's Griffin Huff. There, it's uh, Products of New World. 31st of May. Get your tickets there. Five pounds. It's fucking five pounds, mate. Oh, sorry, I've got... This is, 
I've got a window. That's, that was nice. Anyway, yeah. So, five pound. Get yourselves down there. Have a laugh. It'll be fun. I'm going to be saying some wild and loose shit. And it's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. Really funny. See you there. All right.